Thank you for joining me for another episode of I'd Rather Be Dead Than Dipsick. I'm walking to church because, uh, yeah, I think the buses are all backed up because I guess there's some summit of the Americas or some something downtown and uh, there's a bunch of cops down there and traffic's not moving and the bus schedule said it was coming in 10 minutes and then it changed to 25 minutes and I hate standing in one spot and like my back hurts more standing in one spot or sitting in one spot than it does for me to be moving. I might have to take breaks, but it's easier for me out to keep on trekking than to just be standing in one spot, squirming. So, yeah, I've decided to walk because I I don't want to wait. Uh, it probably will take me longer, of course, walking, but that's fine. Oh, pretty, pretty kitty, black kitty, though. But, um, well, at least it's uh, still daylight, kind of. Looks overcast, kind of, but, uh, my friend Jojo called me right before I was getting ready to leave and he was like I'm hungry I'm like okay yeah what do you want me to do about it he was like oh do you have rice I'm like no he's Filipino so he eats rice with everything even with spaghetti I'm like no I don't have rice I have to make some. I don't have time because I'm getting ready to leave. I go have turkey. I have like organic turkey with uh, cheese and uh, Dave's. Dave's. What is it called? Dave's uh, killer bread. But the small pieces, the tiny ones, because I, I don't like to eat a lot of bread, but if I'm going to eat it, I'd rather have just like the tiny loaf so I'm not eating as much because I think it's like thin slices or something. But anyway, so I only had a few pieces left. <laughs> so except for uh, I have a couple of loaves in the freezer, but they're not defrosted. Wow, I've never walked this way before. I hope I end up on the right end of the... <laughs> I don't know why. I've... I don't remember ever walking this way to church. Well, we'll find out. Um, anyways, so... Uh, yeah, so I made him a sandwich real quick. And... Uh, some chips and a banana yeah he's so funny I'm like I don't know why oh wow 
I don't know why he just didn't stop and get something to eat, but I don't know where, though. But whatever, no biggie. Um, so now I'm walking to church and, ooh, walking downhill. Um, I'm hoping to see Junior. I don't know how the setup is going to be because it's going to be up on top of the parking lot, which I drove by today and it looked like there's a, what do you call it? Uh, there's covering over the ceiling or whatever, or not ceiling, parking lot. Um, so, oh yeah, okay, I could walk that way or I could walk this way. I'm going to walk this way. Um, yeah, so, uh, I'm hoping he feels well enough to go to church. If not, he would still be in bed. And, yeah, they would let him stay in bed for another, till, I don't know when. Um, and he was glad that he was going to get two weeks to stay on that floor, so, I don't know, he must have been feeling pretty bad. But, uh, whew. Um, yeah, so, I went, um, shopping today for all of my heavy things that I wouldn't be able to carry or even walk with, with my, with my, basket with wheels. I mean, I could get a few, but not very much. So everything I bought today was like either glass bottles or container boxes or, uh, yeah, containers. And, uh, uh, and we went to go eat at Whole Foods and that was it was a big Whole Foods in Atwater Village. I've never been in that one. I think it used to be Al uh, uh, Albertsons, maybe. I don't know. But, um, yeah, it was a huge one. It was all right. Uh, and, uh, you know, I have so many gay friends, you know. And... Uh, well, it was, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, um, if I attract them or what. <laughs> like, um, they just love me. <laughs> and, um, yeah, but uh, I don't like the agenda. I love them as people. Um, I just don't like the way they're uh, really trying to push it onto the children. Man, it is crazy. Uh-oh, here comes a guy on a bike. Oh, on the sidewalk. Uh, but yeah, it's just, Wow, there's a lot of traffic. I'm glad I walked. Um, but yeah, it is just... The agenda is just insane. It's very disturbing. And... Uh, hi. It's... I mean, the guy at the register at, at another store had on these long uh, fingernails and just, it's, 
I mean, hey, to each his own as far as, you know, how you want to dress and your style, whatever, but but it's just the agenda, man. Like, at the bookstores with, to the kids having, like, uh, something about, like, uh, binary and, I mean, everything, like a list of, like, different ways, lesbianism and bisexual I mean it's just like why why do you want to push this on young kids when they're not even old enough to even process sexual stuff that's just insane why well we know why I mean it's totally satanic and um Uh, oh, okay. I just crossed the street. And, oops. <laughs> and the light turned green for the cars to go. But anyways. Um, uh, yeah, it's just very, very disturbing. The way these... This agenda is... It's just insane. And I just... Yeah. Whatever. Um... I feel like we're, like, living in Sodom and Gomorrah, almost. Uh, Well, especially in L.A. I I mean, it's so blatant here. It's just really crazy. Um, It's very sad. It really is. But anyways, enough of that. Um... I'm just talking because I'm walking and I, uh, I really have nothing to say. (laughs) I'm just killing time. Uh, anyways, I should probably go. Um, I need to concentrate on walking because, like, I'm carrying a heavy bag and, it's hard to walk and hold my phone. <laughs> my shoulder hurts. All right. God bless. Thanks for listening. Okay, so I'm in the park now walking. And um, ooh, I don't know if that was the long way I walked or the short way. or I don't know. It feels like, I don't know. It, it wasn't the scenic route, but... Um, I uh, I just talked to Jojo, and uh, he's already over there. And oh my gosh, there's no bathroom. Well, there's a bathroom somewhere. I have to find it. Oh, there's a military copter. Wow. Uh, that's a big one. Those are those big, oh, wow, wow. Oh, three of the, I don't even know what they are, transport? They're huge. Um, anyways, something's up. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Anyways, uh, so, yeah, I have to find a bathroom soon. Um, 
he, uh, Jojo Saw Jr., <laughs> he's not supposed to talk to anybody um, outside of the program. And Jojo said, he goes, oh my gosh, he was like, Jojo! <laughs> he said he looks good. And yeah, so um, that's good. That's good. Uh, but you know, he looked good last time. Uh, and was Jojo and you know then he left three days later or four days later I don't know but he's not leaving this time in Jesus name he better not or I'm going to kick his butt man anyways um, yeah so I get to see him I'm sure I do I don't know where uh, we're going to sit or Oh, I didn't even ask him if there's seats. I hope there's... Oh, what a cute doggy. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. I'll come back and report. <laughs> All right. After I find a bathroom. Okay, so it's the next day. I'm... Oh, uh, wow. I don't know what's up, man. I am so stinking tired. I got home a couple hours ago or maybe an hour and a half ago I don't know um from the dream center I went it was weird because okay I'll admit part of me wanted to go over there just I don't know to be close to junior but <laughs> I didn't think I'd be able to see him anyway and I wasn't but I saw him yesterday at, at church um from really really far away and I'm pretty sure he saw me too he didn't wave but he was like had a big smile and twice like I was really far away and then he saw me walk and sit in the front row like I usually hate sitting in the front row just because I usually sit all the way in the back <laughs> well partly because the speaker is so stinking loud that wait I feel like I'm gonna pop my eardrums but also I don't know I because if I have to get up and go to the bathroom I don't like the whole entire audience to see me get up <laughs> which I almost had to do I waited until the very end um and kind of snuck by but yeah um Anyways, uh, the service was awesome. It, it, I liked it having it up on the roof, but I'm sure the neighbors around the city didn't like it because you could hear it. Well, one of my friends that is not homeless, but he lives right by the park, but like a ways from the church and he said oh my gosh I could hear them rehearsing this afternoon from all the way in my house he was whining about it <laughs> I go well if you can't beat him join him right and he's like I guess yeah he was not happy but um yeah so uh I I was a bit concerned after I got home because I was watching one of 
the channels I watch um, on YouTube, and he's a prepper, but, uh, yeah, he was reading an article from DHS that said that there's going to be some, to be aware, I can't remember exactly, so be aware of some violence and, and physical, or not physical, so, social unrest or whatever because of everything that's going on in the world and especially in big cities and large crowds and uh, yeah I was just uh, kind of made me think oh wow you know if because I remember when we had like a church service at the park every week well it was kind of too much but it was like four or five times a week but it and the music wasn't really very good <laughs> I don't know how to explain it um it was like the same song the same music every every time whereas the worship music like last night they're professionals and their music is awesome so and it's beautiful so I'm sure that made a difference but before yeah they, there was a couple times where people that lived around the neighborhood came and, and cussed us out and just were like really mad and I could kind of understand you know I, I don't know um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I mean, if you don't like the kind of music and you have to hear it over and over and over, that would, yeah, be irritating. I mean, once or twice a week is one thing, but this particular ministry was doing it, um, probably five times a week at least <laughs> and it was really, and all day well on on the weekend all day and yeah so I get it but yeah but my concern was like wow you know what if some weird you know unstable person that got mad because they have to hear because we're gonna have to do this for a good uh at least a month because the roof is not fixed yet and uh of the sanctuary so you know but the music's so beautiful hopefully they'll the city will you know neighbors will like it um i'm really praying that yeah that would be the case so nobody would you, you know just some unstable person wouldn't just like want to come and go shoot it up or something I don't know um but I'm praying against that um yeah I, I don't yeah I don't even want to talk about I mean think that but you know it's good to be cautious and aware you know uh because you never know there's so many psychos around here and uh, I don't know how much I've talked about MK Ultra uh, 
multi MPD program people that well like um Bourne Ultimatum, uh, Jason Bourne he's like MK Ultra, that movie. I mean that's that that's real stuff. I mean we're the trained assassins. They're basically well the MP, multiple personality disorder. I mean, it's it's so perfect for for the government to to have these these programmed individuals where they can switch and you can trigger them and they could go do a job and then switch back and not even know what they did. I mean, maybe they're sub 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 subconscious, but you know. Uh, the core of the person would not even know what they did. So, yeah, I know I believe that most of those mass shooter people are MP, MPD um, programmed people. Anyways, but yeah, um, and they could just be triggered at any time. So, I don't know. Anyways, I won't go deep into that. <laughs> but, yeah, so... But, uh... Oh, and then... Okay, so I went with Ron this morning when I was... I was just feeling like I... I did... I, it was so hard for me to wake up this morning again. But I set my alarm for 5.30 and I made myself get up and I prayed. And literally, I'm like, what is going on? I I feel like... I don't know, I'm just fighting my flesh, I guess, but, so, I forced myself to get up, and I was just praying, walking around, I said, I gotta do something, just to go against how my body feels, and how I feel, and how I'd rather just, like, stay in bed, <laughs> so, I made myself, well, I also felt like I should go talk to Ron, so, uh, I, I really would love to see him go to the Dream Center and go into the Veterans Program because, yeah, at least he wouldn't be out on the street, you know, and they could help him get housing or get situated somewhere, I don't know, but... So I went over to the police station and I said, Hey, Ron, what are you doing? Nothing. I go, hey, why don't you come with me to the Dream Center? Um, just check it out so you can, you know, see what it looks like. And So he, he said, okay. So we took the bus, two buses, and went, and, uh, went for lunch and... Uh, went to the thrift store, he bought a couple of shirts and a pair of pants and uh, I was going to go with him to the library to try and because he said he, if he wanted to get his car information the VIN number, a bunch of stuff to give to the police so he could try to get his car back that he had to register or or sign up, sign in to the website for the 
DMV and get all this information and then have it printed and give it to the police or I don't know. But he didn't even remember exactly how to do it or what to do and doesn't know how to use a computer. And But, you know, I thought I could at least help him do that. But then he didn't feel like doing it. So we just, uh, yeah, we just um, uh, ended up coming back here. I mean, not to my place, but coming back to the police station then. And I went home, but yeah, cause I'm like, dude, you gotta think about what you want to do. Cause he's still complaining about his car and I go, and then he'll go, oh, I'll probably never see it again. And I'm, uh, he said that one officer said that he thinks that they're going to, that they know where the car is and it's probably going to get auctioned off. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I don't know. And so, but I'm just like, okay, just so I go, I'm, you're really double-minded right now, and I get it, because I'm like that too with some, with certain things, and I go, I want to help you, but you're going to have to make up your mind, like, decide, do you want your car back? Or are you willing to let it go? Because if you want your car back and you're determined to get it back, then we need to go to the library and you need to make up your mind, I'm going to do whatever I can to get that car. And I'm going to have to go through all these steps and be willing to do it. And I'll, you know, I'll help you, but we need to go fill out the paperwork or, you know, go to the library, do this, do this. And, and, you know, go after it. But if you're not going to do that, then you need to be okay with letting it go. You're not going to get your car back. So stop talking about it. Stop complaining about it and just let it go. Because just complaining about it and talking about it over and over and over is not going to make it come back. And it's not going to make you feel any better. And it's not going to help anything. (laughs) It's just not. And, um... So, you know, he was like, yeah, I know, I I need to, you know, and I go, I'm just, you know, I want to help, but (laughs) um, just make up your mind. I go, maybe the next step, if you're not going to get your car, then are you going to stay in L.A. or are you going to go back to Arizona? And then he's talking about going to South Dakota, and I'm like, okay, wherever it is. Okay, let's talk about, okay, Arizona, you cannot be homeless in Arizona because they won't allow it, for one thing. They're they're not homeless friendly. And plus, it's too stinking hot. You'll fry out there and die. So, so, uh, California, you have, especially LA, you have lots of options. There's homeless people everywhere. But at the same time, you know, do you really want to be out here homeless? I mean, the guy's 78. And um, he said he would like to go to South Dakota. And I go, okay, so let's find... I go, how how would you want to go? By planes, trains, or automobile? And he said, well, I don't do trains and I don't do planes. And I go, okay, so you're going to take a bus. And he goes, well, or I would buy a car. And I'm like, you're going to buy a car here? 
I go, well, for one thing, why would you want to buy a car here? I mean, I don't know how you're going to afford to buy a car here, but if you were going to buy a car here, gas is so stinking expensive, it's almost $10 a gallon, <laughs> and uh, then you have to get worry about getting insurance, and parking, which is the worst, so, um, you know, you got to take that into account. If anything, you should find out, well, okay, so I looked up how much it costs to get a Greyhound to straight to South Dakota, and it's only less than $300, so I said, so, because he's like, I don't even have the money until next month anyway, and I go, okay, well, um, so at least you'll plan, you know, to, when you get paid, you'll have you'll have, you'll save at least $300 to be able to go back to, I mean, go to, so, I mean, do you know anybody there? And he said, yeah, I know a lot of people there. And I'm like, okay, so, um, that can be a plan. In the meantime, I bought him a tent that should come tomorrow. Um, that, uh, as long as I get home from Skid Row. Oh, it's so crazy. I'm ordering this thing for him on Amazon, this tent. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's coming tomorrow. And I go, what's what's tomorrow, Tuesday? <laughs> like, and I'm like, oh my gosh. No, today is not Monday. I think I was messed up because I went to church yesterday. But I went to church at night, not daytime. But it felt like daytime because it was bright and sunny when I went there. But by the end of the service, it was getting dark and and it was cold. But um, yeah, it was crazy. I was I, I go, oh my gosh, I'm not gonna be home tomorrow. I had already ordered it. And like, man, Lord, I'm just gonna pray and ask God to make it come later. <laughs> Like, later tomorrow evening. Yeah. So, um, but I told him, I go, okay, you know, if you get a tent, it's kind of like putting in roots, you know? you. It's always kind of scary when, once you get a tent, it's like, okay, I'm going to be homeless. Uh, I don't know, you know? Um, I go, but whatever, you know, that's up to you. I mean, um, but he's, it's hard because he's got, so what is it? Social security. He's, he's got too much money to get GR food stamps. And at the same... Well, does he really, though? I don't know. I think he does. Uh, And he said that the government, ever since our... uh, So annoying. Scam, likely. Um, Anyways, uh, since... What's-his-face came into office... They started taking $200 out of his check. I forgot the reason. He he said 
that the government says now that uh, what did he say? Something about uh, oh, I don't even I don't want to misquote. Something about social security not being for Americans or not being for people. I can't I can't remember, but um, so they're taking two hundred dollars out of every check of his since what's his face came into office. So um, yeah, he's pretty upset about that. And so I don't know, man. Um, but it's still. I think it's still too much for him to get general relief because he's, even though he's homeless, he doesn't, I don't know, he doesn't have any bills or something. I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure how it works. But anyways, so it's just, um, I feel so bad for him because he's, gosh, he's going to be 80 years old and he's just, and he's a veteran. He served this country. And now he's homeless. And it's just, it just makes me mad that, you know, he has to be a senior citizen on the street. It's just not right. Oh, it just really upsets me. So, I don't know. I want to do whatever I can to help him. But it's just... You know, and he's... He's really sharp. And... But... He said that when he... uh, Well, he saw his best friend get his head blown off in Vietnam. And then he got shot in the back. And woke up in the hospital and he was supposed to get like a purple star or whatever it is and um, some other medals and he was so angry that you know he told the colonel or whatever to give it to to his best friend's family instead and um after he got out of the hospital, he said he burned everything, his his papers, his uniform, everything. He was just very upset. So, so um, yeah, if he were to go into the veterans floor, he would have to get the information. I forgot the name of the papers or whatever to, to you know, uh, verify that he was in military and and just so he was not dishonorably discharged and and so yeah he doesn't he's gonna think about that if he's I mean it sure would to me I mean it sure would be a lot better than being on the street but you know there's rules so that's what most people don't like is rules and he wouldn't be allowed to drink smoke or do drugs, which he doesn't do drugs or smoke, but he drinks beer. Um, I mean, I, I, I seen him drink one, like sip on one beer. He's not like, you know, a drunk or anything. I'm, I don't think that it would be like a 
big sacrifice for him not to drink. So, I mean, shoot, I don't know how he could not uh, have a beer when he literally is sitting in one spot all day, every day. Except for he left a little while. He left his blankets in the park to go with me to... And that was maybe... I think that took us about two and a half hours, three hours. But... And his blanket was still there. I don't think anybody would want somebody else's stinky blanket. But, (laughs) um, you know... Most of the time, if I walk by there, there he is. It's very rare that he's not, unless he's in the police station going into the bathroom. You know? So, it's like, what a life. You know? I mean, granted, it's not like he wants to go running or just be gallivanting around the city or anything like that, but, I mean... The only people he comes in contact with are other homeless people, drunks, druggies, mentally unstable people that have stolen from him and, uh, yeah, anyways, I hope that, yeah. I just hope he can make up his mind what he wants to do. So, hopefully I I could help him somehow. I wish... I don't want to drive. I do not want to drive. I was thinking, though, God, if the Lord wants me to start to get my license again and drive, I do not want a car, and I do not want to have to find parking and pay insurance and ugh, just I prefer to stay local, walk or take the bus everywhere than to, but I was thinking if I could help the Dream Center drive uh, on their insurance if I, like going to Skid Row or something like that then I don't know I'm praying about it. if God asked me to do that I'll do it but um I I would like to have a car in the sense of just being able to do something like pick people up for church instead of having to you know get people to take the bus with me even though you know it works I mean I have an access card and I I have one it's a PCA which is personal care uh, assistant so I can have somebody ride the bus with me for free so that's cool um yeah so uh but you know only one person at a time I can't have like you know, a whole group of people going with me. Ooh, and my my card stays good until 2025, so that's awesome. Anyways, uh, I just, I, man, 
tired. I wish I could take a nap. I kind of thought I was going to doze off, but anyways, yeah. Oh, and then I saw one of the, the intake guys, the main guy, and Zach, and he, he said, hey, I saw, he said Junior's real name, but he's like, um, he's doing really good, and yeah, so I said, oh, okay, I don't know, it was, I, I was with Ron, I didn't really, you know, stop and talk to him, but, um, uh, so that, but that's good, uh, I, and afterwards, I wish I would have said, you know, well, tell him I love him, or I'm praying for him, or, I don't know, hi, or something, I don't know, I don't know if he's even, I, I don't know if people know that we're together, or, um, what they think our relationship is, <laughs> I'm not sure, I think, uh, I don't know, a, a few people know, but some people have no clue, or, I don't know, I don't know, but anyways, um, well, when I went into the program 20 years ago, it was so strict there, there was no way that if you had, because well, I had, I was with Johnny back then, when I went in there, and it was like, I could not communicate with him at all, I was not allowed to have, uh, a boyfriend or whatever um and I couldn't have visits I couldn't have uh, I think you could, I don't know I could visit my dad if my dad wanted to come uh, uh maybe family you know um but yeah it was crazy because when I went on a pass and I went to see my I went to see Johnny, but my dad was with us, but, uh, when I got back, I told the director, and he was like, you're a leader, you're, you're representing us, or, you know, the ministry and stuff, and he's like, what are you doing with going to see your boyfriend that, you know, because Johnny was still, I don't know if he was using but my heart was, I just wanted to share Jesus with him, and I was really praying for him, and I, I wanted to, you know, tell him what was going on, how I was doing really good, and da 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 and it was crazy because I was on my pass at my dad's, and we were on the phone, and, and he goes, hey, you want me to come by, and I'm like, yeah, sure, and um, he goes, I'll come pick you up, we can go to the store, and I go, okay, and then I hung up the phone, I opened up my Bible, and it opened to 1 Corinthians ten twelve, and it said, let he who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall, and I was like, huh, <laughs> it was just crazy because it just was highlighted. I opened up the Bible and bam, that's the first thing I looked at. And I'm, I said, oh. And then I, my dad called. He was at work. I answered the phone. I told him what I was going to do. And he said, do you think that's a good idea? And I was, um, I, I, yeah, I guess, I guess, you know. And 
He said, I don't think that's a good idea. He goes, I'm coming home right now. I'll go with you. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. I'm already, how old was I when this happened? In my 30s. And, but it was crazy. My dad said, no. He goes, I'll go to lunch with you guys. I'll take you out. And um, he goes, yeah, I'll, I'll go with you. And so I'm like, oh, okay, okay. And yeah, it was great. Um, it wasn't like I was planning on doing anything, but yeah. And, but I definitely took that warning because after I read that verse and then my dad called and said he didn't think it was a good idea. I'm, I was like, okay, God's trying to tell me something. He must, you know, obviously God sees something I don't and I need to be careful. So yeah. So I wasn't even with Johnny alone when I went on my pass and then but when I got back and I told Dominic about it he was like what I can't believe you and and it was I was telling Junior this because I was I hated being a teen overseer I just that was just like the most difficult job that I had I just hated it and you know, but I wasn't, he made me an overseer over the teen girls, and oh, it was just, I just, mm, I did not like it, but I had to do it, and, uh, and I was very concerned, because the holidays were coming up, and you just, I had to do so, like, so much more in that position than if I had been with the women and it was just like we had to take them to dance lessons um we had to what else we, they had to do rehearsals there was just a lot of things you know young people like <laughs> I can't even remember but I oh we had to take them to school we had to stand there no place to sit we while they were on their computers and there was just a lot that we had to do and so I was very concerned because the the holiday was coming up and they were going to be in this big big program thing with like they were going to dance and acting and I mean we're talking like Broadway you know just not just some little you know church program with just a few people I'm talking like hundreds of people I mean it's just like this huge Broadway production music everything and I was just I'm like oh god I just and you know getting home really late and yeah because when I was with them I wouldn't get to sleep until after 11 and then I have to wake up at like 4 30 and yeah so anyways I was just I'm like, oh God, I don't know how I'm gonna do this when, cause the holidays are coming up, and I was, I was literally like crying, going, God, I don't want to do this. I don't know my health, and it was crazy because after I went on pass and and told the director um, that I saw Johnny, and it, he said, well. I'm gonna like basically you're gonna get demoted and I'm gonna put you back to to where the women are and uh, you know you're not gonna be an overseer anymore and um and 
But usually he would actually send a person and make them start all over again. But I wasn't having to start all over. I just wasn't going to be a teen overseer anymore. And when he told me that, I didn't show right then. But after I walked away, I was like, yes! Thank you, God! Thank you, Jesus! I was so happy. Oh, my gosh! Thank you, God! I was so relieved. It was the best thing that ever could have happened. And, yeah, within two weeks, he had me as a, a an overseer for the women instead, which was great. That was fine. I didn't mind doing that at all. Um, but yeah, God works all things together for the good of those who love him are called according to his purpose. So I was just really happy. But anyways, I don't know how long this is going to be. I'm babbling on and on, but okay. Well, um, I'm going to end here. God bless. Thank you for listening.